God, the priest of the Israelites. ready to dive into the holy ghost well i i mean technically you can dive into the holy ghost because it's a ghost so if you you can like dive in, you can go through <laughs> off a diving um, board you could Basically. dive into the the holy ghost into a pool which is a cool thing mm-hmm. you could wow. backflip into the holy ghost <laughs> but a ghost can't really jump you into could a walk pool, right, right through the holy ghost without even knowing it maybe you already <laughs> like when you're a, when you're a ghost you can like fly around stuff but like you can't do a cannonball and splash water everywhere. What? So just something to think about. I don't know. What if you're like a poltergeist? Mm-hmm. Oh, and you like splash the water and up? You splash the water Ooh. to torment mm. your fucking subjects. Or if you're like, if you're a ghost that is making, you know, clothes fl- float around in the shape of their old body. Um, anyway, um, this is an episode of Freak Ghost Freak out Hunters. everyone at the pool. Yeah. Um, what is up, Smite Me listeners? We have a very special episode for you today. We're joined by a special guest. Who the heck are you? Oh, I'll, I'll, I'll <laughs> I'm the Holy Ghost. It's the Holy Ghost. I'm not sure. really here. Well, is Josh getting fired his first day as like a, a talk show host? He's like, so what's your deal? Who are you? No, it's because I probably should have well, welcome, realized. Welcome to Smite Me, the only show where we have the guests introduce themselves. Who are you? No, I'll take this. Who, um, who, who are you? Is, who, who, oh my God. I really want to know. <laughs> oh my God. Wow. That was you must that answer was really something. You must answer yeah. our questions. We're really putting work on Ayani's plate. Mm-hmm. Um, what's up? Welcome to Smite Me. Um, my name is John. I am joined today by my co-hosts Ayane, Ayane Hayashi, Ayane, um, and Josh Marcus. What's um, up? And our our guest is Angie Kaneski. Um, she is my girlfriend. There's there's no way around that. That's just the facts. <laughs> oh, full Hello. disclosure. Oh my god, this what? is just nepotism. Mm. This is... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, it's just the. I'm reporting this to Smite Me HR. No offense. Oh, I just got that email. Ayani, that's you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this is uncomfortable yes. and conflict of interest. We're all fired. Mm-hmm. Hello. Hi, everyone. It's so great to be here. I think the first question I'd like to know is, what are the top three things that John needs to work on as a partner, would you say? You could start from the most work needed and then end on something a little lighter. Yeah, so... (laughs) Just kidding. kidding. You don't have to answer that. He made me take my scissors down. Well, they they played a part in that, too. How up were they? So I put up, um, you know, some hooks right above this area where I like to do food prep, and it looked kind of empty. So I put a, f- I put a few things, the scissors up. I put some cups. I put some spatulas and stuff. Um, but I got a lot of grief for the scissors, including from you guys. You mentioned it. You said, "What's up with all those scissors?" 
But I was trying to make it look bountiful. It was like a full thing of all these hooks I put up. Um, I guess I want to understand how many how many things of scissors were up there. Four or five. Like it's a lot. Negative (laughs) two. It was either four. Is there a way we can make it more specific than negative two or four or five? It was Somewhere in between <laughs> negative. It was mine. Okay. It's the one that's possible. Uh huh. Um, well, you know, uh, the politics of abundance should be extended to handheld tools, not just you know. <laughs> so I was told once, um, in a in a job that I was working, food service job, in writing, it said, if you're going down a path. And you see blackberry bushes. Are you going to stop at the one that has two blackberries? Or are you going to stop at the one that has 40 blackberries? You want the mm-hmm. abundance. You can stop at both. I straight up uh, did stop at a blackberry bush uh, two days ago. Oh, Speak on that. Wonderful. This is, this um, is truly, this is the chicken podcast we always dreamed of. This is what chickens do. <laughs> This is, I feel like our whole generation is going to get That's so fried wait. out with like social media. We're all just going to be picking blackberries someday and you're, podcasting about it. Well, you're asserting, Ayani, is that if a bunch of chickens had a podcast, they would just be sitting around being like, yeah, I found a bunch of berries the other day. <laughs> Pretty much. You know, what else happened to the eating them? What? They were bountiful. Uh, yeah, I went to the one with a lot. Also, yeah, did you um, say that they were going to get fried out from 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 social media? Oh, come on. Come on. Hey, chicken. <laughs> um, yeah, no, just honestly, we were in uh, West Marin, and there's a spot with a shitload of blackberries, and uh, we stopped, and then we picked them, and uh, Lana made some jam. Lovely. Chaka, bro. That's awesome. Um, I, mean, I think I'm on your side on this, despite previously making fun of the amount of scissors, not knowing that there was the abundance theory behind it, you know? Thank you. Yeah. The intent. Is that I wanted everything to look full. It just made it seem like we're like a scissor family or something. I think there's a happy compromise here, which is that you get a plant, like a small Christmas tree or something, and you put it in that space and then hang the scissors off of it so that Mm. it's like a scissor Mm -hmm. bush to complete the analogy. (laughs) Well, we were talking about if we were going to get a Christmas tree in our apartment. Mm. I'm, I'm down. I mean, we can't. If we got a full size Christmas tree, that would be silly because our apartment it would just take up a lot of the apartment. But a mini one, yeah, we can do. But I want. I think I have to take you through the experience of going to the Christmas tree lot, and we have to pick the size. It's a whole. It's a whole endeavor. But I feel like the guy will like try to emasculate me if I get if we get the little one. I feel like at least a macho guy is like, you got to get the biggest one. Is that something I need to worry about? I mean, mean, his opinion does matter a lot about you, I would say. I mean, I don't want to disappoint the Christmas tree lot guy. I will say, having experienced a couple Christmases under my belt, uh, Christmas rocks. Big fan. Josh is Love. pro Christmas. Hugely pro Christmas. The three jingle bell, experience. jingle bell, jingle bell rock. <laughs> and did you know what a, a bright lot of Christmas time, carols were written by Jews? Time. They were they were all written by Jews. Not all of them, but they were written they by Jews who were fucking making that money, dude. That's real. <laughs> yeah. Come on. Can't be mad at them. Nah. 
Um, okay. Well, I think that's provided us some new insights into your guys' home life, so I got what I came for. I mean, shit. In the, is there news? Is there Jews of news? Uh, well, I have a, I have another insight on our home life oh, that doubles dang. as a smite of <laughs> Come on. Nice. Let's keep them coming. Oh, God. Is there no, a, I mean, there's staplers on the wall, so too. Was, uh... yeah. <laughs> yeah. You didn't want to hear what John was hanging on the wall. <laughs> a lot more uh, problematic. <laughs> but earlier, I was cooking, and I burned my hand, and then Angie got got some mustard from the fridge and put it on my hand. What? Like, For what reason? Like you squirted the mustard <laughs> to help out the on burn. Or, the, or just the cool bottle? No, 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 not the bottle. I actually um, got some mustard out and we, we put it on the burn. Because you heard somewhere that <laughs> you're supposed to do that and I looked it up and you're not. But no, no, no. it... It's in. It's like enough of a thing. It's not out of nowhere. It's enough of a mm. thing that Google immediately, when I googled like mustard on burn, Google was like, "Some people say you should, but don't do that." Uh huh. But then the first thing you said when I was putting mustard on your burn was, "If you're pranking me, good job. You did it." <laughs> <laughs> it's, a, it's a really easy way to just put some mustard in someone's hand. <laughs> It's and like then, so, and then you yeah. tried to tell me to put my hand in some ketchup. No, I didn't. That's there was a reference to ketchup. Okay, but that's not what happened. <laughs> I was this is so off the rails. I was telling her how in high school a prank we would play on each other is at In and Out. Someone would be like, "Oh yeah, like if you put ketchup, if you put salt in ketchup, it like creates a scientific reaction." And it gets all cold. And then someone would hover their hand above it and you just smash their hand into the salty ketchup. What the fuck? <laughs> it's a good it's a good prank. This is this is what wow. happened. This is what happens in the suburbs, everyone who's from the city. This is what they get up to. This is the fucking abominations that they fucking create. This is the cultural wow. divide that separates uh-huh. and tears apart the fabric of the United States of America. That's right. They do the ketchup salt thing, and then they storm the Capitol. Yep. You know? It's, it's, it's what happens. It's a slippery slope, and I'm, for one, I'm not going to stand for it. Yeah, no, me neither. Just, like, there's that video going around of, like, a crazy road raid incident in New York, and the captions were all like, this is what's going on in New York City. But I want to see, like, the same fear-mongering with just, like, a video of the ketchup hand prank. Well, I guess, so your smiteable was you getting zapped on the hand first well, by it was me. then by mustard? Do I get smited for the for oh, the mustard? Yeah. Or is, no, I but, think you were trying to sincerely help. I think whoever started that rumor, maybe. No, I think <laughs> I think I, I totally disagree. I think in, in this text, you uh, are 100% uh, punished for trying to do the right thing. Mm, that's true but also it's Torah style yeah whoever started the rumor I'm thinking the mustard companies (laughs) Heinz sell more mustard (laughs) I mean well we use Dijon mustard Mm. maybe we should have used yellow that's true honey yeah stone ground um, I got a little juice in the news. Um, it's uh, Israel being horrible as usual. Hey, um, it's every foreign day. Foreign passport holders in the West, in, who live in the West Bank, um, have to report their romantic relationships with Palestinians to the Israeli government. Um, in a new set of rules that took effect this month. Um, yeah, right. It's a, a classic. If you're if you're a state that doesn't do apartheid. 
it's still pretty normal to uh, want to know who's marrying whom or like who's in a relationship with whom by law in different territories. I mean, is the is the idea just monitoring or is it kind of like who gets to cross what borders? Is that kind of the idea? Um, yeah, it's also it's part of a larger package of things that like restricts Palestinians from visiting their family members, doing academic exchanges with foreign universities. Gotcha. Um, yeah, and just like a general way of like further legally making them a class of their own under surveillance. So anyway, um, screw that. That's yeah. That's now's the part of the show where we like to let our guests take over. And just solo talk for 90 seconds. Just kidding. Not going to make you do that. Um, oh, on the intricacies. Yeah, okay. I see what you're doing there. Mm-hmm. Um, well, that's... It's, it's a segment we like to call Fix Israel-Palestine. <laughs> fix it, fix it, fix it. That's the, <laughs> the little bumper for that. Yeah, I think I read something about that. It's very, like... Yeah, bad. I don't know. It's one of those things, too. I know we've kind of mentioned that we're going to try to stop talking about it as much since we tend to go in circles, but it is just yeah. uh, just another example of, like, very, very classic, very, very regular, not good, bad things being done, but the fact that it's being done by this one country means that it's acceptable for some reason. Um not that it's yeah. not I mean, like obviously the standards of like what are human rights is only applied as are only applied as it is convenient to the like aims of the people who seek to enforce it, but still. It doesn't make it better yeah. in any sort of way. For anyone who also wants to counter with like, yeah, but the US does fucked up human rights things too, and so do all these other countries. It's all bad. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> Big tent for yeah. bad stuff plenty of room mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and they actually just keep making the tent bigger it's up to 20 people now have you ever seen oh, these 20 um, people tents you um i guess another jews in the news is that uh the we work guy is back adam newman oh um, god that he's he's uh israel's f- finest uh tech oh, is it, ceo is we work an israeli guy oh yeah oh yes um and he's like doing WeWork now, but it's just like cool apartments. And he's like, it's totally different. Wait, so he's wait, that's regular. Is it just Airbnb? He's like buying up a bunch of apartments and then just like making, you know, putting his little sprinkle on it, and then, uh, I don't, I don't really understand what's so different about that. Him just like it's just like another real estate company, basically. It's so funny when people like think they're being so smart by buying real estate. I mean, like, obvi- like it is smart to buy real estate if you can, but it's just like, yeah, no shit. Everybody knows that. Right. Uh-huh. It's Everybody like has like, always yep, known that. I checked this out for lunch. I got a sandwich. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah, man. Got $10. Uh-huh. Pretty standard thing to do. <laughs> yeah, I was so hungry the other day that I decided to eat dinner. Fucking changed my worldview. <laughs> And then someone gave me $300 million to buy yeah. more dinner. Yeah, dude. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, bro. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. yeah. such a good boy and you, were, you joined the clean plate club. Dude, as soon as I told him, my dad was like, oh, yeah, dude, your grandpa's been eating dinner for like fucking, I don't know, like 40 years, bro. <laughs> I guess I always just liked eating dinner since a young age. This is my one of our most off the episodes. I know. Um, Should all right, we ask? Well, that's a lot questions. of dinner. 
Yeah. Okay. Well, that's, yeah, that's a lot of dinner. You know, normally at this point in the show, we, we ask our guests like, "Hey, well, what was your kind of Jewish upbringing like? What was what was it like?" But here's the deal: is that Angie's not Jewish. But um, I, have we had any other Catholic <laughs> guests? I don't think we've had. Catholic um, we have breaking the Steve Hernandez. I don't think he's Catholic. Sistine Chapel he, ceiling on this one. That's funny. No, we've had other non-Jewish guests. Maybe the first Catholic guest, though. I think the first cat because Steve Hernandez was from a mega church, and that's technically what the Catholic Church is. But that's not usually what people mean. We had uh, I, Frank from um, Best Adapted. I feel like he's from Minnesota, so I bet he's like Lutheran or something. I don't know. Yeah. Anyways, what I'm trying to say is that, Angie, you are not Jewish, but you do have some form of religious education from the book that we are reading from. So, I guess, did you, were you like, when you were growing up, were you like a Sunday school kid? Is that, do they do that? So, no, I I was not a Sunday school kid. I actually went to Catholic school. So going uh, kindergarten through eighth grade, I went to one Catholic school. So we had religion class, just like any other class. We'd have math, history, science, PE, religion class. Was it called religion class? Like, you know, first period is religion? Yeah. Yeah, so growing up, it was having religious classes, and um, certain years there were more focused than others. So I would say second grade was a big one because we'd have uh, um, our first reconciliation and our first communion. First of many. First of many. <laughs> what hey uh, what for the, for since I feel like the majority of our our, our listeners are Jewish what's f- first uh, the one you said yeah first reconciliation so I'm sure you're um well if you're not familiar with reconciliation it's when you tell a priest your sins oh so you a lot of times in movies you'll be in this um, little kind of section and the priest can't see you um Mm. but you're you're supposed to tell your sins and they forgive you for your sins but you're in second grade but yeah the first time you ever do it at least for me you're in second grade and you do it for the first time on the altar like in front of all of your friends and family oh god and like others do you mind can we ask what you confessed to i think that the in religion class they kind of coached you through like what to say because you're in second grade so i remember i think i remember just being like i was mean to my brother a couple days ago Mm. you know or something like you know like i made fun of someone in my class for spelling something wrong. Like, I don't know. Like, Uh uh-huh. They kind of got like, there's a similar process. I mean, not that similar, but like on Yom Kippur, when you're a kid, Mm -hmm. just like the holiday of repentance, they kind of, yeah, I feel like they kind of, when you're a kid, they kind of guide you through it in terms of like, okay, were you mean to your sibling? Did Mm -hmm. you make fun of a stupid person? 
<laughs> Did you make fun of someone who definitely fucking deserved it? Did you cream some twerp? <laughs> Couldn't even yeah. fight. Yeah. But having a kid, having like a little pageant, is 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 it like everyone has their own, or is it everyone at the same time? You just like go. <laughs> the priest is like sitting on a stage, kind of like cheating out towards the audience, and you kind of sit in the yeah. Chair. And there's maybe four or five priests. And then Four you go five? through like a line, what? and then each kid talks to a priest. I remember a girl in my class just cried the whole time. I mean, that's a that reasonable reaction to that. Yeah. thing I've heard. Damn. <laughs> Please come up into the entire community and tell us what are your faults. I feel like that ritual would fuck up some neurotic Jews to the max because, like. <laughs> I would be anxious almost that I wasn't, like, repenting right or, like, I didn't have a good enough sin. And then I'd be like, well, faking it's, like, also a sin. That's really... <laughs> totally. I would, you can't I lie about your sin. Yeah. Imagine <laughs> yeah. if a second grader just gets up there and just, like, out of just panicking and sweating. It's just like, I killed a man. <laughs> <laughs> I shot him in cold blood. <laughs> But just to, just to be clear, you're saying it to the priest. You're so like though it is, it. yeah, you're whispering it. Oh. So though it is in front of your family and friends who are there, okay, you're not getting you. up on the mic and being you're like, not. "Check this shit out, y'all." <laughs> yeah, tantalizing. That's, that's better. Oh, and then everyone just gets mm-hmm. to wonder what you told the priest. Was yeah. it something? Was it something they knew about it, or are you still holding secrets? Um, and yeah. is is religion still uh, a part of your life now? Or oh, so where have I where have I gone from that second grade? Yeah, <laughs> that second grader till now. Mm-hmm. Um, now she just walks up to people on the street and whispers, "I was mean to my brother." <laughs> <laughs> Someone like kind of wearing a robe. Yeah. Resembling. Why, why uh-huh. confess to a priest when you could just confess to the world? Well, I think I was I was trying to kind of go in chronological order, but um, I can also. Oh, I skipped ahead a little bit. If if we're yeah. missing some chapters, feel I free. guess also like yeah, what are the kind of like life steps? Sure. So the other the other big second grade thing is your first communion. So first communion is the first time you have Eucharist. First time you have the bread and. Like the body and blood of Christ. That's also second grade. Cracker fest, you could say. (laughs) Well, before you have your first communion, again, in front of all your family and friends, you also, you get like a, um, you get one that's not blessed yet. So you try it. Like a practice one? Like a practice one. Uh I definitely remember that as a second grader being like, okay, I'm going to try it for the first time. Because when I, I, you know, my family is Catholic, so I grew up going to church and, you know, everyone Everyone in my family family would go get get it. it. Hmm. You know, get the, get the, the body of Christ, but you can't get it until you have your first. That's why John likes to say. First to many. No, I don't know. That's just, and she was showing me pictures at her family's house, and she was like, this was my brother's first communion. And I said, first of many. And her and her mom really liked that. (laughs) (laughs) Nice. That's all. 
That's all. Are they good? That's all that is. Are they good? Are the crackers good? Never had them. Angie won't let me have them. What? I, I can't have I can't I mean, have it's it. It's probably not It's allowed, not right? like I keep them in our cabinet. <laughs> 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 no, no, no. She comes out with there. the scissors if you, if you eat those. No, the few times Mixed we've snakes. been at a Catholic church together, I'm like, can you get me a cracker? And she's like, no. I just can't get an extra one. <laughs> yeah. Is um I went to a, a mass once and I was told if you haven't if you're not Catholic or you haven't had communion you can still walk up but then you like throw up the X with your hands to be like don't yes to be like I'm that- straight in <laughs> what? yeah pretty much <laughs> I like to just remain shit. in uh, in my pew rather than that's just, how like, John has been yeah. John's gone to two different uh, Catholic masses and. Um, both times I've told John, you know, you can get a blessing, a.k.a. what you're talking about with the X. Mm-hmm. So you have to get out of your seat, but you don't get a cracker. <laughs> no. You're, so just, you're, you're still blessed, but you don't, you don't get the whole, whole nine. No. I don't. But you can still get a blessing, or you can sit in the pew. I sit in the pew and eat saltines from my backpack. No, you don't. I'm sure they loved that. I'm sure everyone was like, this guy's got this religion figured out. He hacked the source code. So wait, other than communion and reconciliation, are there, like, it, like in Judaism, there's like the bar bat mitzvah, right? That's kind of like the big mm-hmm. one, right? That's the, the one where you're like, I'm an adult. I read from the Torah. This is my pet, but... Really, what it is is a marking, technically, of like my parents aren't a hundred percent responsible for what I do now. Like I am my own person. Um, is there something similar in like traditional Catholic like upbringing? Like, do you kind of get to a point where you're like an adult and there's like a ceremony or anything like that? Yeah, there is actually. It's another sacrament, and it's confirmation. Usually happens around eighth grade, freshman year of high school, and it's basically um, like a, it's like a re, kind of like a rebaptism where when you're confirmed, you're like confirming that like okay, I'm gonna like be Catholic because I want to, and not because I'm a baby being baptized. So it's similar. I would. I don't know. Does that sound kind of similar? I am not yeah. a baby. Like the intentions, for sure. I'm not a baby. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's kind of how it feels. Where mm-hmm. when you're baptized, you are like less than a year old, and you're like, okay, you're Catholic, and then you get to be thirteen, fourteen, and they want you to continue, you know, kind of do it for yourself type yeah. thing. Did um, did either of your synagogues, John and Josh, do a confirmation class? Mine did. Mine did. I did not participate. Because oh, well. that shit's for fucking doors. My parents decided that oh, Jewish high school was enough. <laughs> did you get confirmed in high school? Um, I did the confirmation class. Yeah, I guess early high school. It was like Judaism, like, uncut. You know, we got to talk about the real issues. Um, yeah. Like, can you have I'm tattoos? sure I've told this story before, but I did uh, get in an argument. This is so I realize now it's like it was a both options were bad, but I argued with my rabbi that Thomas Jefferson was more important to my life than David Ben Gurion, the first prime minister of Israel. 
Um, oh my god, I don't know. I don't think you have told this story. It's, yeah, it's oh, not something it I've just ever like heard. really pissed him off, and I was like, I live in America. The person who helped frame the Constitution has influenced my life more than the prime minister of a country in the 40s that I don't live in. Uh, and he didn't didn't really like that so much. But it's also I like, would have come in from the cut and been like, okay, but Weird Al is more important than either of those people. <laughs> so. is, uh, is Weird Al a member of the tribe? He is not. But he is mm. more important than Thomas Jefferson and <laughs> David Ben-Gurion combined making out on top of a beach towel. <laughs> wow i can't remember if i was confirmed i think i wasn't allowed to get confirmed because my my um my mom was let go from the synagogue and that i don't remember exactly what happened Doesn't were you matter. not allowed to or were you just like fuck these people could have been both Either could have been one could have been the other that's sure this for dorks anyways who cares <laughs> Well, I know for our confirmation, a big thing in confirmation is you get to pick a name. Like, you Mm. get to pick a saint, and then that becomes part of your name. Saint Batman. (laughs) (laughs) I picked mine. Yes. Yes. Who's your saint? yours? Well, my cousin chose Wolfgang. So kind of close to Batman. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty much the same thing. <laughs> That's Batman's biggest rival is the Wolfgang. Was it was it a an odd future influenced decision? <laughs> like, I want to be right Wolfgang because I like Tyler. Yeah, that's what I was yeah. thinking. <laughs> two thousand. Two thousand. No, this odd is like two thousand eight. Kill them all. Two thousand nine. Okay. I picked well. My story is I picked uh, Saint Sophia, and I had a priest. There was a priest, and I told him like so. I chose Sophia, and his response was, "Well, since Angelina means angel and Sophia means wisdom, and you're neither of those things." That's good. wow. That's good of you to pick that name. <laughs> and it what was just fuck? so rude. That's and so mean. It was very mean. It was but also I, like, yeah, I'm alive. I'm not an angel. Yeah, <laughs> idiot. And I'm not a baby either. <laughs> by the way, and by the way, it's actually pronounced Saint Batman. <laughs> Thank um, you. What was the deal with Saint Sophia? Why um, why'd you why'd you pick her? I well I wish I remembered more. I do know he was right that Sophia is wisdom and I liked that for a name. Um I think I always just like the name Sophia. I think some people pick their names based on what they really like from the from the saint, and then I think some people just chose names. Yeah, um, like I'm sure if I ask my cousin now, like who was Saint Wolfgang? Uh huh. I don't really. I don't know what his answer be. Yeah, he probably, probably would be was... like Free Earl. <laughs> you know, okay. <laughs> you know, like Odd Future. Remember Free Earl? No, I I get the joke. <laughs> 
<laughs> there are a lot of like don't isn't um <clears throat> like your first is there, are there there's like a first communion dress right isn't that a thing um yeah is there a confirmation dress like is the outfit at any point a big oh interesting question no i think uh you have a sponsor you have like someone who is Cash older out? than you and catholic in your life that because when you get baptized you get godparents and your godparents are chosen by your parents but then when you do confirmation you can choose this mm-hmm. person. wait a minute is the origin of the term godparents that they're like your religious parents like they're literally your fucking godparent. Is that where that comes so. from? Oh my god! Why do we use this in legal term? Why do we use this That's in legal wild. context? No, 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 no. I, I mean, do we use it in a legal context? Though? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. What do you mean? Well, yeah, you can if you have a godparent. Like they're legally like that's you can make it formal like that. They're responsible oh. for you if anything happens to your parents. Like you, that, and that would supersede. Like any non-specified next to kin transfer, mm-hmm. you know what I mean. Um, so, if, so you, oh god, oh no, it's just like I say. So like, if you have godparents appointed that they're responsible, like you would go to them, not your grandparents. It's also just like the term godparents makes it seem like they're more like you. Technically, a godparent is like is a second after the parent, but kind of makes it seem like they're higher than the parent because it's like a godparent. You know what I mean? Like the word God just has a lot of gravity to it. That's true. Well, I I have a God sister. Because... <laughs> I audience shaking. <laughs> this, is, this, this all sounds silly now. Uh, all right. I'll explain why I call her my God sister. She's my cousin, but she's my God sister because... Her dad is my godfather, and so my dad is her is... godfather. What a twisted web we weave. <laughs> 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 so you went all the way through confirmation. Wait, yeah, how, how, so I did confirmation, eighth grade, and then I was done with my uh, kindergarten through eighth grade in that one Catholic school. And then I went to Catholic high school for four years. Damn. And that is actually where I, f- I was first introduced to Judaism. I had, I remember my freshman year, I had a friend who was Jewish that went to my Catholic school. I had two friends that were Jewish. Um, and I remember one Friday, we were hanging out after school. And we we went over to her house, and we did a Shabbat, and it was my first time. And I told them it was my first time, and they were, you know, very welcoming. And Oh, I thought you were going to say rude. <laughs> oh, no. Very, they were very rude. <laughs> nah. Not rude. Said, you know, you Christians... Have sometimes mistreated us. <laughs> what do you have oh, don't to worry. say for I, yourself? I, I, I do that sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> ninth grader, uh huh. Just yeah, it's always good to you gotta hear, gotta hear it all. Did um, 
how accurate was the movie Lady Bird to your experience of Catholic high school? Like, were there nuns and uh, priests as your teachers? A couple priests, no nuns. There were a couple nuns in my K to eighth grade, mm-hmm. but not in um, high school. Actually, I I think I told you this story recently, Josh. But um, I had a religion teacher my sophomore year of high school, and she was married to a former priest, and so she was a nun, mm-hmm. and she met a priest. And they fell in love. Can I make it any more obvious? And they left the priesthood and the convent. And they got married. And then they had kids and had a family and continued teaching. Damn. I wonder if they had like a ice cream social and that's where... That's where they met? Yeah, I'm just wondering like when do... I guess they're all in the same... Well, they met teaching, I believe. Oh, I see. Okay. Yeah, so I believe that they were teaching at Mm. the same school, but one of them was a nun. Office situation. There's only so much footsie you can play in the teacher's lounge before you have to (laughs) give in to your passion. (laughs) Gosh. (laughs) Wow. Um, Would you agree, Angie? No. With footsie in the teacher's lounge? Yeah, I bet there's only so much footsie, you can you can play in, footsie the lounge. in the teacher's lounge. <laughs> I, I've never witnessed footsie in the teacher's lounge. Nah, John, not under all I those. can't. Oh, not on your F in the TL? Yeah. <laughs> what do you say, honey? <laughs> Something really fucking stupid. Something so stupid. Josh Let's is hear it. Let's hear it. <laughs> I said you can't see it under all those robes. It's priests and nuns. Come on. They wear fun stuff. Under all those robes. Okay, sure. Priests and nuns. Yeah. How was that payoff? Did that feel good now that you know what I said? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yes. Uh Uh-huh. I thought you were saying something about the rosary. You were saying robe. No. I, it's a, I, I, you know, I'm no fun fact because I didn't grow up with any kind of Christian influence in my, my house really at all, like at least from my family, obviously from greater society. But that uh, the, the language used for the Catholic Church is also used to describe uh, all the Buddhist stuff, which is a little bit confusing sometimes. Mm-hmm. They just use the same terminology like abbots, uh, monks, and like that, that kind of chamberlains mm-hmm. and, and things like that. Um, Mm -hmm. and I think it's just because that's like the only language we have in English to describe like monastic orders is just like the Catholic language. So that's, I mean, if it's a similar, like the way the structure of it all is set up is similar. Yeah. But it's like, you end up having like beads and they call them like rosary beads, but they're like Buddhist rosary beads. And it's like, well, that's not exactly the same thing, but it's also not exactly different. Maybe Jews are the weird ones for being like our guy is called a rabbi. Oh my god, they shove it down our throats. I do every have. Day. I have a question. What something you said, Ayani, about um, something about Christianity in our society? Do you guys have any questions about like things in society that you know? is Christian related or maybe stems from Christianity that you've been curious about or anything I could try to answer. Who's this Jesus guy? People keep 
talking about him. What is the fucking What's good the news? They just keep asking if I've heard it. <laughs> yep. <laughs> I think the good news is that there's a guy named Jesus. I think we solved each other's. <laughs> there we Who's go. Who's the Jesus? Jesus guy? He's the good news. Um, wow. <laughs> I don't know. Well, it's also because it's like like the American society is is Christian, but it's not super, super Catholic. Like... You know what I mean? Like it's like our 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 culture is very much formed off of, in particular, like a kind of English and like Western European conception of what Protestantism is. Um, okay, you know what I hear on the news a lot is people refer to like a Good Samaritan. Mm. You guys know about the Good Samaritan? I don't know. I know. Isn't there like the Good Samaritan who did something? Yeah. Yeah, there's the Good Samaritan. But I'm saying, like, sometimes I'll hear on the news people reference this Good Samaritan. But that's, mm-hmm. a, that's a biblical thing. It's like a real story in the Bible. So it's, it's just like one of those things that is part of American culture that I hear that they talk about this thing. And I know about the Samaritan through. Yeah. They've kind of secularized it. Yeah, uh-huh. exactly. It was the Good Samaritan's like a, per- a character from a story, and now they just say it like as if it's a type of person. Be like saying like you're acting like a real Moses, even though that was a guy. I wasn't like a mm-hmm. type of dude. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> New guy just dropped. Uh, you're acting like a real ephod of Bizal, fucking son of <laughs> douchebag McFucker. <laughs> um, <laughs> I have a question. Like, are there, like, there are people who are like, I am totally an atheist, but I'm very proudly culturally Jewish, or like, they still really strongly identify as Jewish. Like, is there an equivalent of like a Catholic sense of humor? Someone might say like, oh, you know, I have my Catholic sense of humor and I eat my Catholic food, but like, I'm not religiously Catholic, you know? Um... Or would that be more like which flavor of Catholic, like if you're like Italian, I don't know. I think it's a little bit different. Um, It does kind of remind me of like stuff in AA. Like, as you guys all know, I'm in recovery and there is a lot of God stuff in AA um, but there's also like atheist meetings, and there's people that don't believe in God that are in AA, even though a lot of the 12 steps talk about God. Um, in my experience, you know, I've heard people talk about being atheists, but for me, like, I, I don't know if you were going to ask me about how my religion is now. But I would say now, after all that schooling, it's probably being an AA that um, has made me have, like, my view of God now. Mm -hmm. I don't know. What do you think, John, based on what I've kind of told you? I think that's accurate. I think to answer Josh's question, like, I don't think that's as much of a thing. I think... A Jewish person could, like a Reformed Jew, could talk to their rabbi and be like, I don't really believe in God. 
and like the rabbi would kind of maybe be more chill with it than if a Catholic person talked to their priest and was like, I don't really believe in God. Like, I feel like, I don't know. Would you say that's accurate, Ange? I can't explain like, there's kind of a, a, a lot of people, like, Jewish people believe that, like, you can be Jewish and not believe in God. But are there people who say, like, yeah, you can be Catholic and not believe in God? Or is that kind of... My, my guess is that there's not, because that's kind of part of the whole thing, right? Yeah, I would... I agree with that. I think... Like, I could say... I grew up Catholic, but someone could say, like, I grew up a certain way, but now I think this way. But I think in general, you can't really say, like, oh, I'm a practicing Catholic, but I don't believe in God. Mm-hmm. I think that if somebody heard that, they would, they would, you would say, like, no, that doesn't make sense. There's, there's certain things, um, like it's an ins- it's kind of an insult to tell someone they're a cafeteria Catholic. Cafeteria. <laughs> what is that? I've never. <laughs> so new, new slur just dropped. Cafeteria <laughs> Catholic. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, I don't know if I've heard that one. Oh, oh no, you've explained this to me. But please continue. So, being a cafeteria Catholic is like. You know, you're going down a cafeteria line, you got your tray, Mm -hmm. and you only pick out the things that you want. So people use that as a way to be like, like for me, for example, my family will say, um, or at least I'll I'll say for myself, like I'm pro-choice. They'd be like, though I grew up Catholic, I would not say I'm pro-life. Mm-hmm. That's just one example. But somebody right. could come along and be like, well, if you're Catholic, you have to be pro-life. And I would say, no. Anti-abortion mashed potatoes. <laughs> Swap. <laughs> um, that's like an example of like picking and choosing certain things, opinions within Catholicism, like certain opinions mm-hmm. on things you can agree with or not agree with, but some people will call you a cafeteria Catholic for that. Oh, for not kind of like getting if you're you're not getting completely on board with the with the doctrine, you're asking them to hold a pickle, so to speak. I will say, if you're at the cafeteria, you know, picking and choosing a little bit of this and a little bit of that is like how it's designed to work, you know. Right, like that sounds ideal. I've heard the same argument about Judaism, not that it would be cafeteria Judaism, <laughs> because it doesn't Judaism. really have the same ring uh-huh. to it. It doesn't have that alliteration, but uh, I can't think of one. But I've, I remember like one of my teachers on my Israel program, I actually think he was the guy who was like the head of the whole thing, and he was teaching our class for the day, but he kind of... I just remember him going on this rant about how like you can't really pick and choose, and like if you're going to be Jewish, just be Jewish. Which, like, I don't agree with that, but obviously there's people who believe that in any practice or whatever. Yeah. Would you say that, what did you, I mean, when you all went to camp together, when you were younger, were you taught, like, this is the right way, this is what you should believe? Or It was a little bit more, like, free love, good vibes, like, you can... 
it kind of it often was presented as if we could pick and choose i think it was like a little yeah it was a bit more just like by osmosis it's like they're not like here is how god works here's what you should think about it it was more just like you know we're gonna pray before meals and you know have our song session and do shabbat and like you're still singing about it and doing the prayers and like so you know it's kind of implied that this is a part of the deal but yeah it was a bit more it was not cent- so central and also there there's a lot of like like different like you could go to this to feel a to feel like, like a prayer service or whatever and it's like you could go to like this like rock and roll to feel or like like you have options in terms of what kind of programming you did which I kind of feel like there's this whole thing where they wanted to present Judaism to us as like, it's your own Jewish identity. And like, as long as you're Jewish, you can pick out any kind of Jewish identity for yourself and like have your own little pieces of flair or whatever. I mean, I think it also just stems from the idea that also that like Judaism isn't exactly fully a religious identity or a like cultural identity or like an ethnic identity. It's some kind of jumble of the three. Um, Mm -hmm. So it's kind of like, I mean, one of the reasons that like you can sort of be an atheist and not really do anything religiously, but still be Jewish. Like one of the reasons is that like there's a different cultural context that exists um, for those kinds of things and that there's no there's not like a huge amount of stuff about like if you don't do this you are no longer jewish right you can be like excommunicated well other than in the torah portion that we read yeah. but <laughs> oh my god <laughs> you know should we uh but i mean from like a culture so i think i think a yeah. big part of it yeah. is like you kind of like a lot jews have sort of always had the op the option well, not always, but, like, the modern Judaism sort of has the option for picking and choosing certain things just because it's it's less of a um, – it's, like, less consent-based, right? You're just born into being Jewish, and then you have to actively take steps to not be Jewish. And, like, those steps aren't necessarily even religious. Does that make sense? Like, but you can kind of, like, by opting out of certain practices or whatever, you can just not be a different religion, right? If you just never go to church, for example, even if you're born to a Christian family, it, you're not super a Christian, right? If, if you don't believe yeah, that's right. or mm-hmm. anything like that. And I also get the sense that some of it's just literally from, like, Jews are such a small population that I get the sense our religious leaders are sort of like, we'll take, we'll take what we can get. Like if you're if you're if you think you're Jewish, that's great. Like we'll take it. I was gonna say for me, it's like it's interesting if somebody asks about my religion because I very much grew up in a Catholic family, going to Catholic school, you know, doing all these sacraments, all these things. Um, a lot of my friends growing up are Catholic. Um, just from school and everything. But I wouldn't say I'm still very practicing, mm-hmm. which is, I feel like, to kind of answer what Ayani was saying is like, well, if you don't go to church, how, you know, you said, like, if you don't go to church, how Christian are you? And that's kind of like how I feel is like, you know, 
I grew up a practicing way and how I choose to have religion now is, is my own, is my own thing. Yeah. Um, so shall we to dive into the, the into Torah the portion? Um, I've been thinking that since we, uh, we had so much to talk about with Angie and we're at like an hour in, we can just do Kitova maybe and not the second one. Sure. That's the one with more shit going on anyways. Oh yeah, that's the that's the juicy one. Alrighty then. Should we all just sort of join hands for a moment, close our eyes while we slip into Bible mode? Let out a nice exhale. Where's that Holy Ghost? I can feel it. It's tickling me. It's <laughs> I'm not gonna make that joke. It's taxes, baby! Come on! The Torah is talking about taxes. Guess what? If you uh you tax season. It's tax season. When you grow fruit, you get the fruit from the tree, you're supposed to think about Egypt, you're supposed to think about the whole deal, the God story, and then you give it to the priest. You know, because God helped your great 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 grandpa, so now you have to pay taxes to him forever. Um the nice thing about that is, though, that like after you pay the big the, – the first – what they call the first tithing, there's a second tithing that you give that's sort of like the, um, the social safety net. You give it to the Levites. I feel like they don't really need much. But, uh, and also the strangers and the orphan and the widow, the people who are disadvantaged in your society. Um, so the gangly, the bad at baseball. The dorks, the nerds. Mm-hmm. The scumbags. The freaks. Twerps. <laughs> um, and then what I liked about this too is you you once you're done, you like kinda like go outside of your house and you like declare to God that like I've paid my taxes. This is my tax ID number or square for the year. Um, <laughs> which I think is fun. There's some language about how uh, the people chose God and just God chose the people, so it's a back and forth. And then uh, when you cross the Jordan, you're going to have to make a big old stone altar, and you can't let uh, iron touch the stones because that would defile them. Um, big. These are, these are big points. They, they adhere to modern things that we have to worry about. Okay, and then a bunch of tribes get to go to the Cursed Mountain, and some people go to Blessing Mountain. I don't know if you guys remember that. There was a curse in Blessing Mountain. Um, so then the cursing people curse people. And what they per- who do they curse? They curse people who make an image of God, the people who degrade their parents, the people who break the commandments, so on and so forth. And all the blood. Cursed people curse people. Curse people curse people. <laughs> Chant it with me. Come on. <laughs> curse people curse people. Curse people curse people. <laughs> Um, and then after that, you get you, the blessing. People do their blessings, but blessings are just you know, it's fruit, it's fruit of the womb, it's fruit of the animal, fruit of the balls, fruit, fruit of the, the loom, fruit of the loom, fruit of the boom. Um, <laughs> come on! Um, and then all your enemies will all fall before you as they come to resist you. Fruit of fruit of the zoom, fruit of the zoom. That's what they call the CEO's fucking paycheck. All right. Mm. <laughs> Talk to him. Well, that's what we what produces value is Zoom meetings. We all know that. That's true. Um, well, and then we get this nice one where it says that you, as a nation, will lend to many nations, but you will not need to borrow because this mm. this book, yikes, doesn't paint a, a flattering picture of Jews often. 
Um, no, our main one, and it's not very nice to us. Yeah. Um, and then guess what? If you break any of the rules, uh, you're like totally omega fucked. And then they just kind of like give you a list of Bible dunks. Um, <laughs> a Bible what? I was reading them to Angie earlier. It's yeah, Bible. It's, I kind of want to just. Yeah, you want to pick yeah, a couple it is favorites? Just Bible dunks. Yeah, let me There's get some it. Spicy open. ones. Yeah, I definitely liked the. Uh, um, this is like a later one, but uh, in in the section, but the like they say like the Lord will turn the rain of your land into powder. Like it'll be just um, oh, fucking what's that movie? It's kind of problematic, but also kind of funny, uh, where they put the energy drink to water the crops. Oh, idiocracy. with idiocracy. one of the Wilson. Yeah. Oh, idiocracy. One of the Wilson brothers, right? Oh, Nelson, yeah. That's. I walked by Luke Wilson. Wait, at a I thought room don't in they Los put Angeles? Gatorade on sad. all the crops? Yeah, that's what I was yeah, thinking. He's got electrolytes. <laughs> Yeah, it's yeah. like uh, I think my favorite one is God will let loose against you calamity, panic, and frustration, and all the enterprises you undertake, so that you shall soon be utterly wiped out because of your evil doing and forsaking. I just love that he's like yeah, any little side projects you try to take on, any little mixtape, any little like oh you're gonna start baking calamity, frustration, disaster. <laughs> I think my favorite was a little more heavy metal. Um, where it says your carcasses shall become food for all the birds of the sky and all the beasts of the earth with none to frighten them off. So they're just going to be like tearing you limb from limb, basically. He says hemorrhoids. He's like, I'm going to give you hemorrhoids. <laughs> the Lord will make a pestilence to cleave to you until it has exterminated you. Um, they're also just like, you're going to go fucking crazy. It's like <laughs> you, are, you are driven mad by what your eyes will behold. Like you're just going to... Yeah, it's just going like, to make you lose your mind. It's also, I think, worth mentioning that this is one of the last chapters of the whole yeah. five books of Moses. So this is them yeah. just being like, in conclusion, we've set <laughs> forth all these rules. Here's what we will do to you if you break them. Do not cross us. Yeah. I think – so what's interesting, did you guys look into any different like takes about what this – chapter means because i think it's kind of hilarious what most of them are it seems pretty ambiguous or it seems pretty unambiguous <laughs> <Yeah>. like <laughs> yeah. what it's about it's like <laughs> that's why it's so fun like everyone's always don't got fuck around. so many things to say about oh you could interpret it this way but this one everyone's like i mean i don't know what to tell you fucking follow the rules <laughs> right <laughs> yeah you're the man i yeah. mean no it's, it's just like trying to interpret this is like if you were like at working, I don't know, I'm trying to think of a good parallel. Like, you're working at a coffee shop, and you and your coworker are standing, and the boss comes in, and he's like, if you don't do this, this, and this, and, like, close properly, and blah, 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 like, you're fucking fired, like, I'm going to kick your ass. Then he walks out, and you turn to your coworker, and you're like, what do you think that was all about? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I mean, that's... Someone's having a bad day. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah. Um... I think also this one I think is is kind of fun too because you can see number one you can see that like I think this is not one that was like added later. I got the distinct vibe that like this has been around for a mm. while. This is the like yeah. This is a, if you don't listen to the rules, we will fold you like a pretzel and shove you in the trunk and burn the car. Like uh and it's a memorable one. Yeah, and then 
they, they, there is no section for questions. You know, there's no fucking narrative bit or whatever. It's just straight up. Real visual with the pretzel. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, actually, do you want to just do this? I only have five lines written for the next chapter because it's not that different. It's kind of just a continuation, yeah. Basically, the only thing that's different in Nitzavim. 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 You're Jewish, Nitzavim. Is that they they kind of say, like, hey, everyone is in the fucking covenant, okay? Like, your grandma, your grandpa, your fucking daughter's 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 daughter is in this shit. There is no escape. There is no escape. Um, and then, <laughs> and it's our, yeah. Basically, in particular, if you turn and like worship any other gods, then like God will fucking turn the land of Israel into Mordor from the Lord of the Rings. It, there's like a, a paragraph of just kind of like, and here's all the different ways that the land will be completely uninhabitable. Um, also, everyone will gossip about you if you do this. Um, but it also says that, hey, you can also just renounce all your previous or your new beliefs, and then you can come back to, to the fold. So that's kind of like an interesting in. Yeah, it's kind of a fun one, too. It's like, yeah, if you stray, like, you're going to go crazy. You're going to have these terrible rashes. Like, the sky's going to rain down dust on your fields. But You're going to be hungry and naked yeah. back in Egypt. <laughs> yeah, and then it's like, but also, you know, you're, you're still in. If you want, you to can be. come back, even if you're tummy grumbly and necky. We'll let you back in. Did <laughs> <laughs> you say tummy grumbly and necky? <laughs> and Feed necky. the naked. <laughs> Feed the naked. Oh, don't come in. I'm necky. Yeah. Feed the naked. Um, clothe the hungry. Feed the Nike. That was uh, a joke a friend of mine had in like seventh or eighth grade. We we mixed up instead of saying feed the hungry, clothe the naked. One of us said Fe- just feed the naked. Mm. Wow. I feel like it's very related. <laughs> they might be hungry too. Yeah. Um, Angie, what did you think of this portion? Slash just like encountering the torah like the vibes of it all from from today or yeah i was reading to her i mean i don't know if she had time to read all of it but i i was reading to her the the diss track uh-huh i guess like did it surprise you that it is this fucking lit at the end <laughs> um yeah i feel like i had some questions right john you called god just... a narcissist you're like this is not my god I said the God that my God is not a narcissist. Narcissist. (laughs) Because that's when I was reading, when John was reading him to me, I was like, whoa, real narcissist, you know, vibes going on. Well, I mean, there's a certain amount, like, this is just straight up, this passage is straight up like crazy fear mongering. And there is a certain amount of, fear-mongering about, like, hell and stuff in, in the Catholic religion, but maybe there wasn't that much in your childhood, it seems like? Yeah, no, I mean, not really. The way that you read it and just... I don't know. I don't remember a lot growing up feeling like if I do something bad, 
like I will be punished like this. That's kind of what I heard a lot of that. Like if you make a mistake, like for me, I feel like I learned if you make a mistake, you know, you say sorry, you'll be forgiven. But this sounded like a lot of, you know, you do something bad, you're going to be punished. Totally. And just like, it's so interesting because like never, never once in our whole religious education did we ever. Um, we straight up, I don't think we like, ever read this. No, or even anything like this was ever even like discussed. Like what would happen if you didn't believe in the right way or like it just was fully like, yeah, we're just going to not like don't look over there. <laughs> yeah. Which, I mean, what else can you do with that? Like, Well, that's the thing about it. We come up against this over and over again, which is, like, if it's so fucking important, like, what do you do with passages? I would actually... This is something we say a lot, but I really would love to talk to you if this was your Torah portion for your Bob Mitzvah. <laughs> or Bob Mitzvah like, do you get to choose which portion? No, it's just, like, no. the order of... Like, they just it's just a new portion every week, and it's just whichever week happens to... Oh yeah, so some so people this, get like the parting of the Red Sea, and some people are like, "Here's fifty rules about like what you what robe to wear." I don't think it would be so bad if they didn't just also make you try to like have a coherent thought as a thirteen year old to present the community with. Like, if you were just reading, it wouldn't matter what you got, right? But they also want you to like get up there and say a fucking stupid little speech. Um. So, yeah, I mean, I don't know. This one this one would be a fun one. Just like, hey, man, this is this are all the different ways that God will fuck you up. If you, yeah, it'd be fun to see, like, a goth kid having his bar mitzvah. <laughs> <laughs> be perfect. It's like, what I really like about the metaphor of the rotting corpses is that one day we'll all be rotting corpses. <laughs> Standing in front of, like, isn't a lot of... Isn't a lot of, or I've never been to a bat or bar mitzvah, but you do read, you read from the Torah and then you speak about it, like relating to your life or what do you speak about? They, you work with a rabbi who helps you write a little speech about like, yeah, you kind of relate it to your life and like Mm -hmm. talk about, relate it to how this ceremony means that you're a young man or woman now and are taking on more maturity or you're you're more mature now you're taking on more responsibility and you know you you just say some bullshit and then you eat delicious fine bagels i I, yeah i don't know i think it's also just like it's big in the jewish tradition that you're supposed to like you're supposed to like walk away from reading the torah having like learned something and like part of what you're doing as an adult is now like you're an adult you can read the torah and come to your own conclusions theoretically so like you have to do a little speech to sort of show everyone that like i'm not an empty vessel of a human being um you're learning how to learn but but it's funny because it's like they kind of make all of the kids go rabbi mode yeah give a sermon like there's no other time if you're not a rabbi if you're not in a clergy as like a Jewish adult who like goes to synagogue regularly, there's not really any other time when you'd get up and give a speech like that. That's true. Yeah, that'd be more fun if if it was just free for all. If 
It was like a, a town hall. Open <laughs> mic. It's like the rabbi's talking to someone who's just like, no, 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 you're done. This is my turn now. Look, rotting corpses are all fine and dandy. But, but what? I don't know what this joke is. I feel like someone would just walk in and be like, they need to fix the potholes over on Grove Street. <laughs> that shit's getting out of hand. It's sir, this is a synagogue. I am. Um, this is like a little more, um, like, well, no, I'm not even going to preface it. I thought it was striking in this portion that they referenced two different times where God really fucked up the uh, enemies of the uh, ancient Hebrews, but in a threat to the ancient Hebrews. It's like, if you mess up, I will do an Egypt on you, and then I will do a Sodom and Gomorrah on you. Yeah, that's the whole name of the game, though. Is him being yeah. like, be blessed or be fucked. There's no in-between. <laughs> yeah. yeah, pretty much. And like, yeah, there's so a lot of turns of phrase. Like at the beginning of that paragraph, he's like, you are the head and the strangers are the tail. But then he's like, if you do not obey me, then the stranger will be the head. Yeah, I don't know, I don't know how much there is to say on this one. It's just kind of like... What is what do they mean <laughs> about the head and the tail? Yeah, they just mean it, exactly what it sounds like. Human like centipede. You will be on top, and they will like you, you will lead, and, and the other will follow. follow. Yeah, yeah. I feel like that. You know, the tail, stinky, undignified. You're smelly. Yeah, smelly. Well, you know. that, that just means you need to wash your tail. Um. <laughs> Got to wash your tail. Uh, yeah, I don't know. It's just also just like that. It's that old kind of imagery where like, what's there's like a there's like a phrase from like the medieval time that's just like it's better to like lead in hell than it is to like rule or to like follow in heaven. Um, it's just kind of like that. Like if it comes from this book, but it's just the idea that like if you're not in power, then you're like automatically you are like subject. And kind of just like yeah, shit. it just re- really reinforcing like no matter what society is hierarchical, so either be on the top or be on the bottom. But if you try to create equality, that's not going to happen. I don't. I mean, that's me extrapolating, but yeah, I mean, th- yeah, just it, it's a whole bunch of um, it's a whole bunch of different ways of saying, I think, in a lot of ways, that like the, the, the only way to be on top is to sort of like watch the other people who are not you fall to the bottom. And like, I mean, I hate, to, I hate to pull this quote, but it's kind of just like, if you're not first, you're last. <laughs> hey, man. Uh, yeah. But then halfway through the movie, we find out that that's not even, he didn't mean that. There's plenty of other... Be second or third, Bobby. Anyway. You could be fifth. <laughs> fifth still gets paid, man. C's get degrees. Come on. You think that fucking, you think the CEO of fucking General Electric, you think he was an A-plus student? Huh? He could have been fucking smoking cigarettes behind the, the dumpsters. Being like, I don't want to be CEO. But then his dad made it. So it wasn't his good grades. It was nepotism. Yeah. That's the rule. <laughs> Much like Angie's appearance on this podcast. That's true. Yeah, you get it. You get the lesson I'm trying to teach. 
the no, I want to make word I'm trying right to now. preach. Come on. There's no nepotism here. Andrew is only on this podcast because of her fantastic grades. A pluses. She's got the best across the board. She's got the best GP. Excuse me as I go to the dumpster and smoke some cigarettes. <laughs> While my dad makes me be the CEO of General Electric. Um, what is it called? Not the GPU. That's for computers. The grade. GPA. GPA, grade point average. I forgot, I forgot the joke I was trying to make. She's got the high one. Maybe the highest here. Except for maybe Josh. I don't know. Josh, you seem like someone with a good GPA. Oh, Josh was... AP to the I had a great, I had a great GPA. It's true. 3.9? I mean, come on. No, Josh was one of those freaks that was pulling like 4.5 somehow. I like, mean, how's he doing? It's <laughs> all big in the racket because like the AP classes turn into the no- normal classes and the normal classes turn into the remedial ones. But anyway. Sorry I called you a freak. Oh, no, it's all right. Um... I don't know. Are there any questions you have for us, Angie? Now that you've uh, you know gotten a little, uh, you've been through the smite me, smite me woods. The gauntlet. The gauntlet. Yeah. What was Camp John's haircut like? Oh. Yeah, that's a great question. The answer to all of that is a couple of different eras. Honestly, it's all sexy. There's the faux hawk era. Yeah, Fohawk, Sideshow Bob era. <laughs> uh, just it, it was a real, uh, a real uh, nest. Mm-hmm. There were certain summers where it was long, but I also, like, it just was gross. I just am remembering right when trying to run my hand, hands through it, and it was just, like, coarse. <laughs> oh, no. It was because, uh, did you have a pool there? Was there a lot of chlorine? Yeah, there was a pool at camp. I probably wasn't scrubbing hard enough when I was using shampoo in the shower. I don't think we were doing almost anything enough at camp. (laughs) (laughs) Or doing too much. That's right. Never was at a a, a respectable medium. Just getting back to if you're not first, you're last. That's true. It's so true. We were always the head or the tail. fast. (laughs) Yes. I don't know if I have any other questions. We're still waiting on you to solve Israel Palestine. Yeah. You've conveniently still, not answered that. We gave you the time. whole episode. <laughs> yeah. Didn't even do it. So it's kind of so... like what's. I mean. Mm. No. Um, you don't have to solve anything, but if you want to say a little and give us a little blessing. Yeah, we like to go out on you know, some wishes for our audience, whatever uh, I'm so oh. those might be. I want the blessing. Oh, feed my spiritual body. <laughs> <laughs> Nourish my soul. Uh-huh. Just um, everyone be safe out there. Love one another, and that's that's what I've got. You hear that, you cowards? If you don't do it, you'll go crazy, and the rain will be dust. Yeah, and that's a fucking it'll, order. It'll be like midnight at noon. Be safe and one love one another. Be safe. Or or vultures will eat your carcass. That's the funny thing too about sorry to that's what's funny about like all the threat of like if you don't follow all the commandments, vultures will eat your carcass. Some of the commandments are just like be good to one another. 
and treat others with kindness. Don't insult your parents. Vultures will eat your carcass. Yeah, and the consequences for not doing those things are dire. You yell at your parents and, like, a huge bird just, like, crashes through your window. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, we're totally derailing a nice thing that you were saying. Um, Thanks for coming on. It was was really cool to talk with you. Thanks Thanks for for having me. Putting up all our questions. Um, did you get this as your Torah portion? Did you, do you want to say nice things about any of the hosts or the guests here? Do you want to tell us about the weather where you live? You can email us, email us at smitemepodcast at gmail.com. Um, and you can, you can ask us things. You can tell us things. You can yell. You can yell at me. If you're going to yell, direct it at me. Um, uh, you know, all sorts of fun, fun little things. You can follow us on the Instagram where John is doing mm. very fun things. Like and Josh. And Josh. I did the one Ron DeSantis pick, but, you know, I'm proud of it. Yeah. <laughs> head to the head to the Shopify to buy those keepers. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Um, yeah, other than that, I guess everyone should just have a nice, fun, safe evening. Um, yeah. Yeah. Otherwise, your house will burn down. Or morning. Mm. Or morning too. That's yeah. true. Anyways, that's true. This is this is the end. Goodbye. This Goodbye. is. <laughs> the Thank end. you. Thank you for having me. Yeah.